when I passed out of class 11, I got really good marks and hoped to go to one of the top colleges at the time. Back then, school, known as higher secondary, was up to class 11. After that, we did three years of bachelor's, followed by two years of master's and so on. Once I finished school, I dreamed of an education in one of the posh colleges like Miranda House, Lady Sriram or Jesus and Mary. I had the marks for it but, unfortunately, not my parents' permission. For my mother, Miranda and Lady Sriram represented a kind of poshness that she associated with immortality. The girls here were seen to be modern because they wore stylish western clothes and didn't speak Hindi. They were also perceived as more forward, the kind who had boyfriends and went out openly on dates. Ladki bigger jayegi, my mother told my father when I tried to rope him into make a case for these colleges. Another concern was that I would have to go outside my area. My school still then had been at walking distance or a very short bus ride from home. Going to Miranda meant that I would have to board the U-special bus and travel for over an hour in God knows what conditions. In short, my mother was afraid of losing control of me. But she also feared for my safety. Buses in Delhi weren't safe even in those days. That is how I found myself in Janaki Devi Mahavidyalaya, doing a BA pass course. My subjects were political science, Hindi, Sanskrit and English. Janaki Devi was everything that Miranda House and Lady Sri Ram were not. It wasn't considered posh and the crowd there was anything but hoity-toity as we used to see. Janaki Devi, in short, was called a Behenji College and I was destined to be one of them. But looking back at these times and reflecting on the term Behenji, I believed it was a very unfair word which was used to typecast my all-girls college. Behenji is a Hindi word which is used to refer to girls and women who are older than us out of respect when we don't know their names. Sometimes, even the Sabjiwalas called women much younger than them, Behenji, out of sheer respect. I don't understand how this word came to be associated with women who don't speak English as their first language, dress only in Indian clothes like a salwar kameez or sari, read only Hindi literature or traditions and don't subscribe to modern ideologies. When I think about it, yes, this would describe most of the women in my college. But it was prejudicial and narrow-minded because it didn't leave much room to look at how intelligent we were, how talented we were, how witty we could be. In Janki Devi, I met a lot of women who were very intelligent, articulate in a language that wasn't English, yes, and very modern in their own right. Many would go on to marry traditionally, but so would the girls from the so-called modern colleges. But there were girls, even among the married ones, who'd petition for women's rights, organize morchas to protest atrocities committed against women, and for equal pay and opportunity. Also, just because we didn't communicate in English all the time, didn't mean we couldn't. In fact, in many careers like journalism, social work, even acting, 
our vernacular languages our multilingualism help many of us reach great heights i will always stand up for my fellow behengis because i know now how rich vast and varied our influences are today if someone tries to make fun of the way i speak english or correct my pronunciation i turn around and ask them what their mother tongue is is it hindi tamil punjabi do they know how to read their native language do they know who the most profound poets or authors are in their native literary text no then it's time to get over this colonial hangover and respect those who do we are just as articulate and intelligent but just because we speak and think in a different language doesn't make us less intelligent than the rest at the time however i was still young and cared about how i was perceived so i was at first a bit miffed at having to go to a behengi college but in retrospect i'm glad i did because i got to meet so many amazing peoples found confidence to explore thing i was truly interested in without being judged and in general to shine eventually i learned to embrace my inner behengi but that's probably because i had more freedom to morph between modern and tradition the crowd at janki devi was very simple and like many women of my generation extremely repressed we weren't allowed to talk to a boy who wasn't our brother father or husband yes many of my classmates were forced into marriage very young being an all girls college we were heavily deprived of male interaction we would fantasize about having boyfriends we would sit around the periphery of our campus and gaze longingly as boys rode on their bikes to pick up their girlfriends after college i'd shy wistfully and ask myself why i was still single i'm so much better looking than these girls even i should have a boyfriend who comes and picks me up on a bike there were two boys in particular whom all the girls would wait to see every day they were well dressed good looking and one of them had eyes that were unique shade of grey it wasn't until decades later when i was talking to shakti kapoor about my college days that he revealed that he too used to live in wea and had a girlfriend who went to janki devi i used to come and pick her up on my bike he said i laughed so heartily when he said this because it's such a small world isn't it we had grown up pretty much all our lives in the same area but had never crossed paths i also couldn't believe that he was one of the two boys whom all the girls knew and whose girlfriend we all envied jealousy was rampant in janki devi there were also a lot of judgment between groups the more modern girls judged the behengis because they thought they made the college seem backward the more traditional girls judged the one who wore fashionable clothes because they thought they had loose morals brass tabs sticking out even by mistake was treated like it was something to be very shameful about your brass strap is showing a girl would whisper to another when such a occasion arrived tucking the strap back into her blouse it was a kind gesture 
but it was pointless i thought because who was looking at us in all our girls college it was hilarious my college had its complications don't all colleges but it offered a wide range of extracurricular activities which i found myself delving into with great enthusiasm i played hockey center forward and right out i won numerous awards in debate competitions i also took interest in the union and stood for college elections but that didn't pan out because a few goons who wanted their own candidate to win caught hold of me and threatened me when you look at me now and consider my media image you wouldn't believe how scared i was back then when i was threatened i was timid and easily rattled you might even say i was a pushover as a child when my mother would send me out to the street behind our house with a bucket to get buffalo milk i would freeze every time someone pushed past me we would all put up our buckets in a line waiting our turn and if somebody came and kicked my bucket out of the way or shoved me out of the queue i'd run home crying luckily the self confidence i lost because of college politics was reinstated in other areas and activities my mother was strict yes but she loved to buy me trendy clothes which is what made me one of the best dressed girls in college my mother herself was very stylish and had great taste in clothes she only wore sarees but they were elegant and tasteful they were very expensive but they didn't have the sparkles and shine that is often associated with expensive clothes she never put fall on her sarees because she liked the way they flowed and the fact that she could wear them both ways if one side got dirty when she was traveling by bus she was a regular at the american embassy auctions and would come home laden with really nice and fashionable clothes for me there would be sleeveless dresses and some outfits were outright sexy for the time i'm the one who's spoiling you she would laugh as she watched me jump at her shopping bags the outfits she bought me were nothing less than the one famous actresses at the time wore there were bell bottoms the hottest trends beautiful dresses tops with spaghetti straps and short sleeveless kurtas thanks to my mother and all the clothes she bought me my sense of style didn't go unnoticed and the organizers of events at college always ensured that i participated in every fashion show i started doing some theater but i was too shy to ask for the good roles i would attend the auditions and while i initially didn't get any parts eventually i started getting bits and pieces one of my first roles was of a servant in a play i still have that picture eventually my parts got bigger but they were all male parts because i was taller than the other girls i knew i deserved better i would stand in front of the mirror and recite the lines of all the female actresses i always felt i was better than them but i didn't have the courage to say this to anybody during rehearsals because i was severely lacking in self confidence too 
but these small parts and male roles would eventually take me to the university specials where i would meet my first boyfriend who'd soon a bit too soon become my first husband